right, talkers, we're getting there. We're having fun hanging out with Lori and Julia, and today's Hollywood speak might involve Jason Sudeikis. I don't know. I don't know. I think it's going to. It might. Hey, uh, by the way, Oprah's interview with Harry and Meghan. Yes. Yeah, nominated for an Emmy. Oh, for crying out loud. Yep. Score another one. Yeah. It got nominated for Outstanding Hosted. Uh, non-fiction series is what they call it. Oh, that's interesting. <laughs> yeah, that's interesting. Non-fiction. <laughs> non-fiction series. I kind of love that. No, something that isn't fiction. Uh, we got a note from, you know, our the big boss man yeah. about, because um, it was a year ago, Julia, that we were doing the Neighborhood Rebuilding Fund. Oh, and we were raising money for Lake Midway, Street, area. Midway mm-hmm. and our listeners stepped up and donated um, $45,000. And, and um, my talk won the service to community for radio for its uh, the Neighborhood Rebuilding Fund. Really? And it's, it's, you read an email, Lori. I did read an email. This is... I because I was like I always wondered like it's uh, that that's kind of a, it was amazing to me that they it put was. it together that fast and it there was, was such an urgent need to get some cash to and how many of our listeners stepped up, up. Yes. I mean that stepped is something up. that is amazing congratulations yeah. so it was the neighborhood development center that you know really inspired us on this and um you know, our friends at Niemer Fieger, yep. Jay Marie brought the two yep. together. And it's such a big deal that the Service to America Awards will be broadcast on Channel 45 this Saturday night nice. at 8 o'clock. So Seriously, I just that's so know. cool. All right. Awesome. Yeah. So that is very, very, very cool. And um, so that I did read an email. That's not a kind of a newsflash. It is a newsflash. It and is a and news- that one was too long for me to read. So I'm yeah. glad you did. No, I, <laughs> that's cool. I, I mean, we have our we have this way we wa- work yeah. together, the yin and the yang. Um, I got to give a shout out to Raleigh Kaminsky, who's retired from the University of Minnesota. He lives in Plymouth and he had um something he he wrote something for the Star Tribune and the Opinion Exchange and the headline is obituaries oh. learning about life through death and you know oh, Grammy avid, and I know this but avid, I am an avid obituary avid. reader I have been for years actually avid. no that's funny not funny but I had a caller when I was with Donna and Steve for a long time that called me I think remember me asking about this because there was an obituary that you read about someone yeah and they wanted to know who it was and they called in our show and right so, so yeah you are you are avid obituary. I am beyond 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 and Raleigh Kaminsky put into words what I have not ever been able to put into words about why uh reading obituaries you can learn about life through death if you read obituaries. And he writes, Which, Carl Reiner, an icon of comedy who passed away at age 98, frequently quipped about his age. Every morning I pick up my paper, get the obits, see if I'm listed. If I'm not, I have my breakfast. <laughs> um, That's great. That's so it? good. And so Raleigh writes, every day is a good one for me as I am still alive. And it starts off with reading the paper edition of the Star Tribune. It's part of my breakfast routine. And he writes, one of the most interesting sections is the obituaries. It's an honor to read about people's lives and learn about their diverse backgrounds and achievements. I have a running joke with some family and friends when there's a really, really long one. We wonder how much it costs to publish. Oh, 100% because it's so expensive. That's yeah. like a, a very expensive part of the newspaper. Yeah. And um, he said, um, and then he goes on to write, on Sunday there were an astonishing 263 obituaries, the most I've seen in a year when there were so many due to COVID-19. Right. 
I read many of them and it got me thinking about why I like to read them and what I've learned from people's lives. And as is more common these days, you see a lot of obituaries for people who live long lives, 90 to over 100. Mm -hmm. One I read was a 97-year-old father of one of my classmates. He had such an interesting life. I took out some obituaries, such as the one a few months ago for a gentleman that simply said, I died. And there are people that do that. Right. If you are reading this, I am dead and I have written it. Right. Um, that made me smile. People have amazing lives and simple lives. Many have degrees from the University of Minnesota. Others learned to trade and worked, their ent- worked at it their entire lives. Many grew up and stayed in Minnesota. Some are transplants. They have interesting careers in business, education, healthcare, agriculture, the military, and government. There are regular folks who work behind the scenes. They're travelers, they're mountain climbers, they're bikers, they're fishermen, they're golfers, they're bakers, they're quilters, they're card players, youth sports coaches, singers, ballroom dances, you name it. People have done a lot. On Sunday, there was a long, and I did read this one, a long obituary about a test pilot who knew a Russian cosmon- cosmonaut. Wow. He writes, I was impressed. He said, the biographies are about lives well-lived and surrounded by loving and supportive spouses and family. And too often you do read about sadness and tragedy. Um, and there were a couple of this past weekend. Um, and what I what Raleigh goes on to write, what I've learned about by reading obituaries, that no matter what a person's achievements are, the most important thing in the deceased's life was their love for families and friends. And um, I've learned a lot about people just by looking at the photos and the untold stories. Sometimes you'll see a handsome man in a tuxedo, probably a wedding, or a woman holding a not-so-big fish but proud to have just named it, or people in their, you know, twins or Viking jerseys. He said... um, And then he writes, you know, I learned that life is too short for most of us. No one lives forever. We all die, some sooner than later. Make each day count. Take up a hobby. Volunteer. Hug someone. Tell someone you love them. Be kind. Uh Enjoy your breakfast. And the breakfast to end it. Isn't that awesome? I thought that was just such a good... Yeah. I'll try and find it on the Star Tribune and see if I can retweet it. But thank you, Raleigh Kaminsky, for putting into words... All of us who love reading obituaries, yeah. and that is it. I like learning about people's lives. Mm-hmm. Well, I've got a little tidbit for you here. My grandfather's obituary was in the New York Times and in People magazine. That oh. is, is the most notable. Right? Okay. Yeah. They wow. had a, for his job with Tonka Toys and the dump truck. They, yeah. they, in People magazine, they had a little dump truck and they put it in there. And I remember my dad telling me and not realizing at the time how big of a deal that was. You right. Know, that guys, a notable obituary right. in the New York Times and that's People. Unbelievable. That's unbelievable. Yeah. 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 That's pretty cool. Cool. I would have. I I might have read your grandfather's. Yeah, I've got it right. I, I, obituary. I keep it by me a lot. Actually, Aww. I usually keep, I have it in my bag. I have it at home. It's Make a the, copy for us. I've got it right here. I'll, I'll bring it to you yeah. guys for okay. sure. Anyway, so I just thought that was kind of cool to, you know, have, it's very cool. Very cool. To, and, and, that he right took the time to write that, and because I do think you know a lot of people, I'm like, why you never read? But it's not something that you want to, you know, like you're inquisitive about because people always look at it. What? You're How that? morbid are you? But, but I mean, it, there I've, are great stories. Mm-hmm. You have 
over the years, you've made me love it more, but I don't read the paper every day. I read digital, you know, and right. so I don't yeah. do it like I used to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's it's very, it's your passion, and I love I mean, you sharing the stories. Did too. you guys ever have to write your own obituary for anything, anything like that? Or is an obituary file. I have an obituary file. But He's I had mean, one since I've known her, and I think it's just filled with music. Yeah, right. <laughs> it is. I Honestly, had to do it. Lori, I had to do what it is in it? I, it's not going to laud my cooking, I'm going to tell you that. Well, we know <laughs> yeah. that. And Your potato salad. Yeah. No, I. you know what? I have to find it. I've been kind of, uh, the older I've gotten, the less to upkeep I've kept on that. Because uh-huh. I'm just like, yeah, you know. Yeah, no reminders. Yeah. No. No but reminders. I loved, I, yours was always about music. I know. To be played. Yes. It's it does. about the music to be played. You so. learn a lot about yourself when you do that. If you take the time to write an obituary, if you read a lot of them. Wow. I had to do it in college, and I learned a lot to be... Not as you, you try to, like you said, be more humble about the great experiences you had with other people and not brag about yourself. Yes, yes. And that's what I learned about it. So it's a really cool exercise. And, and actually, some people, write, wow. some people write their own. Oh, I know they do. Not that often. Very, I'm going to say less than 5%. But and if you've had a long illness and know you're dying, you plan your funeral, you plan, you know, yeah, you're involved in it. Yeah, but it's more unusual to write, to your write your an obituary. obituary. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, that was one a few months ago. If you're reading this, I have died. Cancer has taken me. Something like that. Cheers. And of course, that I just was like, I'm going to keep reading about this uh-huh. life. Right, right. That yeah. was quite a little headline grabber right. for me. All right, listen, we come back. It's time for Random Thoughts. You know, I saw this story the other day. Do you ever notice that? You know, sometimes I wonder what would happen if... And now... Julia's random thoughts. He looks like that puppet. I don't know. He's had cheeky implants. It's just random. That's all it is. Okay, so today is National Ice Cream Day. Okay? Or National International Ice Cream Day. Blah, blah, blah. Something okay. really You don't big. give that any credence I, whatsoever. I don't. Every I, day is, is I, ice cream day. I... I am such an ice cream addict. I really am. Casey I think I tried to go to DQ last night. The line was so long, we ended up at Nelly's. Well, how so we could that? try the ice cream sandwiches that are from some fans, some place in Stillwater that's been around forever. They make ice cream sandwiches. How good in the was old that? Space. It was too much ice cream, Julia. Oh, okay. <laughs> and not enough sandwich? Just too much. Okay, well, here's the deal. Here's, yeah. So... That's funny that you say that. But so, you get a cookie, you pick out your cookie, you pick out your filling, they hot press it, they drizzle oh it with stuff. Gosh. No, you'll love it. Casey thought it was amazing. You don't like ice cream like we do. No. She, she Gran, are you an ice cream person? Oh, all day long. See, mm-hmm. me too. Okay. All day. So the average person, it says, will eat 39 scoops of ice cream this summer. Oh, I've already got that done. Do well, I, I figured it out. So my immediately go to Google and said, how many scoops per pint? Because I can go through a haagen you know, in one sitting, no problem. So two scoops, they say, are in a pint, but yet you should get four scoops of ice cream out of one of the pints. So I don't know what any of that means, because there's two cups in a pint, and each cup has two scoops. two scoops. So it's four scoops. Okay. I ran a pint. You just answered your own question. I did. So that means you can only eat ten just shut up, Grant. I'm watching them laughing. I over love there. you. I'm Listen, sorry. Listen, I'm That's blonde. Funny. I'm blonde. I'm blonde yeah. some days. And I've got on the cutest, by the way, if anyone's watching us sweater. on YouTube. Mm-mm. I've got on my Ted Baker sweater that we bought in Vegas. March for, of 2020, before it all shut down. That I was oh. going to wear to the Laver Cup in Boston last year. And I talked I, you into spending the money on and that sweater. It's it was, so cute. And now I'm going to wear it to the Labor Cup in Boston this year. year nice. Later. Yeah, it's very, very nice. It's I, sporty. I, I noticed it right away when I ran out to say hi to you guys. I'm very Wimbledon. Very, 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 very Wimbledon today. So, anywho, so that means if you eat 10 pints of Haagen-Dazs, you've met your match for the summer. 
I've got three in. <laughs> Three down probably since last Wednesday already. So, and that was just one week. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I would rather eat that than food. It's oh, such yeah. a, it seems like, uh, you know, it's got a lot, it's got fat in it. It seems like it's got some protein. It doesn't seem like a bad way to go. It doesn't sometimes, yeah. just a fattening way to go. Oh. I remember last summer, I don't know what I had, but some bronchial throat thing. Remember, I was down yeah. and it wasn't COVID, but I was just down and I couldn't talk and everything. And all I, could eat was ice cream. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, that stuff makes me happy. All right, anyway, there's a new flavor. Kraft has officially made mac and cheese and ice cream. That is not good. What? Well, there's a place, where does Rocco go, that has ice cream that's kind of savory ice cream, and it has like bacon, well, bacon and nuts and spinach ice cream or something like what? that. Like, I, I don't know what it is, but Kraft is going to be, this innovation is a bit, bit of sweet, a tad savory and they've teamed up with a Brooklyn-based ice cream company. And so um, I don't even want to try it. Uh, Julia? I, I'm going to be honest. Yeah. I don't I'm trying even... to think the last time I had Kraft mac and cheese. Oh, no, that works. <laughs> All the time. Yeah. Now, do you, that is Kraft, good. It works. I yes. Have a, I have a sister, and that's a staple. I oh, can't yeah, think of the last time I ate it, but with cut up hot dogs or something they, in it. That's yeah. Lily and I took a little uh, weekend away up to Lutzen one night and we posted a picture of two <laughs> wine glasses and a big bowl of mac and cheese and hot dogs and my godmother was like, what are you two doing? I'm like, hey, this is a beautiful night right, right. here. I mean, sometimes it just works. It, Brings it, out the BD energy. Well, we'll have to have <laughs> someone will have to tweet us, call us, email us if they have this mac and cheese ice cream. Right. It just sounds like a bit much. A bit much. All right. So this is, um, this is, you were talking about going to the dentist earlier today and how much you just love getting your teeth worked on, Lori. (laughs) Um, this is something, a TikTok trend. Um, People are cleaning their teeth with the Mr. Clean Magic Erasers. No, this is a terrible idea. Oh. Everything bad comes out of these TikTokers. I think they're trying to prank other people. Do you think so? Yes. And well, this they is, they're saying this is a terrible idea course, because it's, it's like using off, sandpaper. It's like taking off your protective enamel. Right. Enamel. So don't do it. Duh. What, they're saying, oh, it whitens your teeth? Well... They do say it gets rid of your stains, but you lose your enamel, which means you have no protection on oh, your teeth. Oh, God, which... that would hurt. Mm. Oh, I know. I can feel the wind whistling through their teeth right now. <laughs> oh. yeah. Biting some cold ice cream with no mm-hmm. enamel. Yeah. Oh, no, that would just be bad. All yep. right, so uh, this is something that Hannah and I were kind of obsessed with today, and we read about it in the Star Tribune. This app where you can rent out people's swimming pools for an hour, and it's called... For an hour? Yeah. For an hour at a time. One or two hours, whatever you want. I would so it's called. Four. Swimply. Swimply. That's S-W-I-M-P-O-Y. Swimply. Like simply, but swimply. So this, a couple people created it in 2018, and it kind of really took off during COVID when people don't have pools and wanted to go somewhere else outside. Mm. So there's, it's on the Star Tribune, if it's maybe published this afternoon, but it'll be in the variety section about um, these two guys and their place is called Montrose Modern and you rent the swimming pool by the hour. It's kind of, they're trying to be the Airbnb of swimming pools. And (laughs) if you don't have a pool and you want to host a party or you want to go somewhere and just chill or it's really hot, you can reserve a pool by the hour. There's not a ton of pools signed up in the Twin Cities area, but there's a really nice one in Woodbury that you can bring up to 10 guests. And it has, it just is a lovely pool and you could do laps in it. But this is something 
that if you guys are thinking of something different to do, it's called sw- Swim Plea. Swim Plea. And you go to swimply.com or you can download the app. The people said it works better on the website than it does in the app. But they're doing this with campers. You could rent people's campers. Even cars now, too. And cars. You could rent people's cars. But this would be if you wanted to host a party, you know. Yeah, I'm going to need it for four hours, though, not two. Well, I would even take two. One is not enough. No. No. One is enough. Four to... hours. You need four hours at a pool. So it'd be like a couple hundred dollars. Yeah. But that would be worth it if you split it between 10 people. Lay out, get some sun, have a couple drinks, maybe not as were much cleanup. Were there some cute pools? There were. I'm mm-hmm. telling you, there's a really nice one in Woodbury. Okay. But there's some cute ones in St. Paul. No, they, that's going to be on the start screen if you want to find out more about that. Okay. Um, other things that are happening, the MLB baseball game is tonight in Colorado. You know, the home run derby was last night. Mm-hmm. Did you watch this? Did anyone watch the guy who fell over the railings trying to catch the ball? I did. I saw that. Yes. Tell me about it. Oh, wow. Well, for a souvenir, I mean, he... He fell a probably good 10 feet because he fell. He's lucky he didn't get really hurt. Yeah. Well, and there was a guy not even uh, a week ago in Yankee Stadium who was holding his baby (gasps) and goes after a foul ball, drops his kid, catches the foul ball, but then swoops his kid up at the same time. Meanwhile, it looks to be his father-in-law looks at him like, I'm going to kill you if you ever do that again. (sighs) But he dropped his kid, caught the ball, and then caught his kid midair. Was it, a, was it an older toddler or something that would land on its feet? No, it was a young child. Oh, the guy should be questioned yes. for danger. It was child a baby. Danger. Yes. It was a young child, young baby. Yeah. Okay, that is that is not, People are not okay. about that stuff. That's, not he okay. is in the doghouse with his <laughs> partner, man. Oh, yeah. Ooh. Oh, yeah. No kidding. All, All right, Grant, right, what's happening in the traffic world? Oh, where to start? Where to start? Well, let's start with this, Julia. Here's okay. just a little music news announcement. Okay. Phoebe Bridgers. She performed on, she went to the Grammys in the Skeleton, Tom Brown outfit. She was on SNL, kind of a dreamy rocker. I don't know how to describe her music, but she just announced she's going to be at the Palace Theater September 11th and 12th. And you know those tickets are going to go fast. Oh, yes. Yes, yes. Okay. Do you have another musical announcement? Oh, my God. I forgot to announce it. In randoms, um, that Frankie Valli and the Four Seasons are still touring, and they're coming to Mystic Lake on September 30th. There you go. There's another one. Uh, tickets go on sale July 16th. Yeah. I don't, tickets go on sale for this, I think, next week for the okay. Phoebe Bridgers. So, yeah. Thank you, Jules. No, I, I had that down yesterday. Okay. I forgot very, to say that. Very good. So, right. um, okay. And then um, I had Grant post, because um, I watched the trailer, and um, I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm going to watch this. First of all, I love Nikki Glaser, and she's going to be hosting this show. Yes. And it's called... F Boy Island. And of course, that's a <clears throat> slang yes, for yes, yes, a guy yes. who's a player. HBO released the trailer. We've posted it. Um, and we never watch, we never watch on Netflix Sexy Beasts. No. The dating show. We didn't no. watch that, but it's going to be on HBO Max. Excuse me. F Boy, F Boy Island. So it has three single women. Who have to identify which of the guys are nice guys and which guys are the players or the F boys. Okay. And the, the trailer, boys. Nikki Glazer says, women have been forced to tolerate the manipulative douchebaggery of F boys for far too long. And that's why we're here. Wow. So it's kind of like a cross between The Bachelor and Are You the One? Anyway, right? it's going to be on HBO Max on July 29th. So. 
based on the trailer. You're watching it. I'm in. Honest <laughs> to Pete. Grant, I'm, are you as shallow as Lori with these? Uh, I mean, uh, yes. Oh, these type of shows, watching yeah. them? Yes. Yeah. This is mindless, great television, and, and I love Glazer it. And Glazer is funny. She is. She's very good. What is she from again, Lori? She's a stand-up comic. Mm-hmm. Oh, all right. Very funny. Stand-up comic. Okay. okay. So Brittany sends me a text this morning. Oh my gosh, is this rumor true? Because Radar Online okay. last night had a story. Producers set to axe Ramona Singer from the Real Housewives of New York after a disastrous Whoa. season. Here's what the source says. Ramona will not be invited back. Um, one, she's too expensive and she's the only lady who's been on the show from day one and her salary reflects it. Well, let me tell you. That is being slapped down. It is. So hard, it so is. fast. That maybe it's true? No, it's not true. Oh, too bad. And here's the first reason I shouldn't have felt I shouldn't have fallen for it. A, it was radar. Well, I was Two, wondering, yeah. They never do a cash shakeup until the reunion is has, over. Has aired. Okay. And is over. So there's no what? Fighting or it, 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 they just don't do that. They, they want to said keep... it too, though. They said we don't make casting decisions this early in the year. They don't. Wow. No, they yeah. don't do it until after the reunion has aired. But do you think they... it will happen? Um, well, Ramona is in the All Star Housewives show, <sighs> so I am thinking not. And now I am wondering if Leah McSweeney is the one planting these stories. Stories because even Andy Cohen said on Watch What Happens Live. We've never had a housewife be turned on so fast from being a superstar in season one to being absolutely hated in season two. And that's Leah. She's a pain in the butt, Lori. I told you this. But we loved her last season. Oh, yeah. Loved. She was a breath of fresh air. To well, a she pain was in drunk and she was an alcoholic and she was binge drinking. And for some reason, we didn't know all that, but it was entertaining. But now you know her story and she's sober again. And you feel like... Mm-hmm. So anyway, that's what uh, the the people, in fact, one person was quoted as saying, one housewife in particular has it out for Ramona and she wants her off the show. This housewife is leaking to news organizations that Ramona's fired in an attempt to push the network to get rid of her, um, that you're going to see a lot of Ramona stories leaked everywhere as this housewife attempts to push her out. So this source is pretty good source. It's talking to the Daily Mail because they said uh, the production company Shed and the network Bravo really take into account what the fans say online and how they respond to the cast. But they also wait until, until after, the reunion right? because how many reunion, more episodes do we have to go through this year and this dumb show? Uh, I don't know. I'm going to look it up. I'm I don't know, but how many are left? Don't, don't, Julia. Don't right. waste your time. Be present with me here <laughs> and Grant, now. Will you look it up? Here look. and now okay. on the radio. He's looking at, oh, I'm present. Probably, I got a present for you. I'm going to guess that there's, you know, seven to ten more episodes. <gasps> yeah. That sounds dreadful. So, Ramona, that, that I do think it is. Because I was excited about that kind of in a way, but who cares? There's no one else coming up. We don't have anybody I, new. I, they have the lo- smallest cast of any of the house wife shows they've they, got five people they do and and uh, you know maybe dorinda's in a good bargaining position because luann remember she was demoted once yes she was as a friend she was to just making like three appearances as a friend and then came back as a full-time housewife so there is precedent 
even though Dorinda wasn't asked to be a friend, I don't think she shows up at all in this season. No. And they could ask Tinsley back. Right. Bethany Frankel is laughing somewhere. Mm-hmm. And um, Carol will never come back. No, no, no. Jill, they'd never have back. No. Well, how about this? Jerry O'Connor is this close to being on the talk. Okay, this this shakes things up and makes me happy and makes me want to watch because mm-hmm. I think I like the combo of him with women. Well, he's been filling in, and I thought he was quite charming, and we loved when he filled in for Wendy. Yes, we in that we, summer a couple he was, summers he ago. So deserves this. I wanted him to be paired with Kelly Rip all those years ago before Michael Strahan was paired with her. I mean. He is fun. Yes. And, and he watches all the Bravo yes. stuff with his wife. And he's, and, and he's self-deprecating and he doesn't, totally doesn't take himself so seriously at all into I the game. I would like the talk to have their next Chatty Cathy be a man. I and love this idea. Maybe it will save the talk's ratings. because I would watch. Yeah. I or, think I it would bring new eyes. Yeah, we would tape it mm-hmm. for sure. By the way, there are 10 more episodes no, uh, see, I told left. You. 10, yeah. Lori is on top of it. Look at that. It's horrible. Well, just I how much worse can it get? Well, we're going to find out, or I'll find out. You're going to find out. I I have that train has left the station with me. Yeah. Well, (laughs) how much did you watch The Bachelorette last night? It wasn't on. Yes, it was. Was it? Yes. It didn't. It didn't tape. Well, I don't know what to say about your DVR, but it it was on last night because last night was the episode where the uh, Caitlyn. And uh, Bristow and uh, Tasha had to tell the guys that Katie would like none of them to masturbate. She called <laughs> yes. it self-care. Self-care. And the what? one girl, when what? she was telling her, she what? goes, you mean like don't wash their face and use what? moisturizer? And she said, no, you know, I want them to. Why would, what, what, was, what, what prompts that? They don't have anything to do. The Hollywood Reporter of <laughs> What else are you going to do? At Idle this hands. point, The Bachelorette is taking things right out of Seinfeld. I mean, this is the silliest thing I've ever heard it's of, true. isn't it? Okay. So they delivered that news and the guys all look around and I just said, oh boy. I can't the- believe they even, they're desperate. They're I looking mean, they're for something, for you're right. Yes. Yeah. So, so Caitlin's going, so, you know, knock off the long showers, stop she's, bringing the hand lotion into your bedroom. She's the one that just <laughs> show, showed up on Matt the Bachelor with a vibrator as her party favor. Yeah. And she's telling people, because she's all yeah. about self-love and now she's telling people you can't jerk off. Yeah. Oh, this is this. Julia, now I saved you an episode. I'm so grateful because I think when I went on my vacation, I deleted everything that would take up space because I wanted Wimbledon. Right, yeah. right, right. <laughs> I wanted all the tennis to be in yeah, case. Yeah, so you my, might have taken so, it off. So yeah. I think I took it off. But you know what? I did see that. Oh, bubble show, the celebrity dating game. Oh, I erased it. What I is that? Watch it today. Who are those people even that are on it? Celebrities. Well, I didn't know. I didn't no. recognize the celebrities. So, so they already burned out the four that we kind of oh, knew in the first so two bad. episodes. It was so bad, Lori. Yeah. I just even watched them come out to talk about being introduced, and I'm like, that's it. That's Click. it. Yeah. I watched it. Are we going to love it? Or are we going to list, list it? List it. There you go. Well, anyway, the other things that happened on The Bachelorette, just spoiler alert. So I'm saving people time. Okay, but what was your thought when that happened? I just thought, like you, this is the stupidest thing. Why do you care? How does that matter about someone's intentions towards you? 100%. 
percent. How does that say someone is there for the right reason? She's so body positive, let and she it. was so into it. Why let, would she let people spank it if they want? <laughs> and they should. Everyone should. It releases the tension. Anyway, the she guys. Is. I mean, you know, like I said, I hope they laughed. No, they 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 like you know they're on camera. They're taking it seriously. They want. You they know? want to respect her needs. That's right. That's the sickest thing. They probably I've laughed heard. in their heads a little bit, though. Probably. <laughs> and then she went on a one-on-one date with this one guy, kissed him, and then went to his room in a sweatshirt. And he thought he was going on his romantic date where they would go one-on-one and then dance in front of a band. You know oh, how that date? Oh always, yeah, 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 yeah. Always shows up. But what was it? She shows up at his hotel room in sweatshirts, uh, you know, sweatsuit or sweatpants right. and eyelashes and kind of her glam done, but all teary eyed because she had to deliver the news to him that when she kissed him, there were no sparks. She felt nothing. Is this the ugly one that came back from last season? No, from he's Tasha's still season? there. He's what? still there. What does she see so in him? She's crying. He's crying. Oh, he's, he's crying like glycerin Hollywood tears. They're coming down in yeah. gushes. Oh. You don't that, feel, I feel it for like me. It's a Seinfeld story, too. Wow. I kiss wow. you and you know you're just what a friend. You know what would be funny <laughs> is if they just took episodes of Seinfeld. I know. You put it into The Bachelor. That would be a funny show. Yeah, I can't remember if who wrote that, if it's the Variety or the Hub. And they're like, all right, now, literally every scene, every storyline they have going is something out of Seinfeld. And, but they're both just... <laughs> bawling like they are and at one point she after he left and he's crying he went out and said goodbye to the guys and he's crying and i'm just like <laughs> going pull yourself together man you've known this lady for three weeks i'm right? with you oh gosh. he's in the hallway leaning back and dramatically what if he was the one okay he's not the one if you didn't have a spark oh, when yeah. you kiss can you imagine later in life too when he goes out and finds a girl and they're gonna be all hesitant because gonna be like are you gonna cry if i don't say the right, right thing on this date oh, they're gonna forget that oh. he, he's gonna we've forgotten his face already Good i've point. forgotten his Good name point. already <laughs> but point. i mean i'm sure he he's was getting mortified yesterday when he saw that because it just was so dramatic. Anyway, and then she didn't give roses to like uh, three guys who who tried to tell her someone was there for the wrong reason. Oh, so that finally backfired. Finally, yeah. finally, I guess. Now sick you're of that. all caught up in the bad All right, when we come back. Uh, we're going to Hollywood speak. Why does this lady have a cooking show? And Jason Sudeikis has spoken up about Olivia Wilde. Okay, Jason Sudeikis giving an interview to GQ August issue. So perfect timing, uh, you know, because Emmy now all the Emmys. awards for Ted Lasso is TV show on Apple Plus. Yeah, the you most know what? a freshman show got since Glee. Yeah, don't binge Ted. Okay, it's kind of like S Creek. You just have to just watch one or two. Enjoy it. The warmth, the funny, the feel. I feel like if you watch that, boom, boom, boom. Like you right. watch like a drama. Like you'll eat up a drama like Bosch in a week. Right. You right. know, eight episodes. Uh, it was. It's too sugary. It's like oh. eating two donuts and 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 then an ice cream sandwich. It's just too much. Too much sugar. Well, maybe it might be five donuts and five right. ice cream sandwiches. Right. Okay, because two and two is not a lot. Okay, but what, it seems like a lot. It's too much. Okay, it's too. And so because you, I watched Ted, but Casey and I like watched that in a week. Oh, too much. And it okay. was too sweet, too much, too okay. fast. I feel like that is something you can do, like with. 
zero zero zero. You know, when you have an eight episode oh, thing that is yes. just on Netflix, you Lip, can't Lupin. Lupin, right. you know, it's more of a drama, right? Where you're on cliffhangers. Like sometimes right. the feel good show is should, you should let the feel good feelings linger. Got before it. Before you watch it, that's album. such good advice. That's Thank my, you. you. Thank know, you. Epic TV advice. Since I like I probably that one. Watch though. more than anybody. I think you're right. Okay. About that. So Jason is talking to GQ uh, issue, August issue, and the reporter brought up Olivia Wilde. Brought up Olivia Wilde, and uh, about why they broke up, what happened, and he said this: "I'll have a better understanding of why in a year, and an even better one in two, and an even greater one in five, and it'll go from being, you know, a book of my life to becoming a chapter." To a paragraph, to a line, to a word, to a doodle. Wow. He was crushed. That's, you could, yeah. He was crushed. Those are, that's some pondering okay, based on those words. He was crushed, and he's going to say, She. Mm-hmm. I'm going to wash that woman right out of my hair. But it's going to take me a while. Yep. Wow. But I don't is, know that I've ever I, heard I such a poignant, I don't, uh, I don't feel, honest answer well, like from is, somebody. I, and there's a little bit of a diss sh- in there. There's maybe. a big diss, and they share children together. But basically, she took me out of left field. I was crazy for her. I can't wait to win. It doesn't absorb every moment of my life. Mm-hmm. Oh. That's what it says. He, does, he really he doesn't know what happened. No. Well, and you guys remember telling me like we always thought it was a like a, a weird pairing in the first place. So clearly, I, I, I always thought they were an odd couple. Yeah, I mean, and I, 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 I never was, did. I thought they were cute. I remember you, you saying that. I thought it was cute because it gave like the guy that I've told you. I just I the think she's guy. a yeah. shot with one of the most beautiful women in the yeah. world, right? So he's probably realizing that he out punted his coverage, as men say from time to time, and he is missing that for but sure. How about that? It'll go from being a book of my life to being a chapter to a paragraph to a line to a word to a doodle. <laughs> that's really... Hopefully. Well, and that's just a dumb thing to say out loud. Well, say that to your therapist. Yes. Because that is ever forever in print. Well, he's And daddy wrote... Yeah, yeah, it's right. just kind of like, God, dad, bitter yeah. much? Okay, well, bitter here's much? what he... Then they asked him about wearing the hoodie at the... Uh, um, Sega Awards, the or Golden Globes. Golden Globes, okay. The Golden Globes. He was in the UK where he films Ted Lasso. Yeah. He's six hours later, and he's in a hoodie. hoodie and and he had made... some name of a dance studio on it that his sister teaches at. That's correct. And um, sick that I remember that he he said uh, there were rumors that he was wearing that because he was still heartbroken or high, and he told GQ, "I was neither high nor heartbroken." Um, he said, I wore that hoodie because I didn't bleep him want to wear the bleeping top half of a Tom Ford suit. I love Tom Ford suits, but it felt weird as hell. So he sounds, this man needs therapy. Okay. (laughs) I don't know why. Mm -hmm. I just think that is a weird answer too. Do you know he and I just wanted to be comfortable. Why not just say that? Why does he have to? No. Do you know he and Olivia came up with this Ted Lasso? I know they did. She pushed him to do this. At a, well, they were at dinner. Mm-hmm. And in hindsight, he questions whether it was some form of manifestation. For him to get out of her life and move to the UK? Wow. No, but, you know, Ted's character, remember? He I, don't, leaves I don't his know wife. what he is. I don't oh, know the character. Yeah, doesn't he leave his wife behind? Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah, yeah. It's definitely foreshadowing, I feel. He made that very clear because, yes, he does... He does leave someone behind to make this new adventure. Yeah, yeah, to be the sucker. Okay, so 
But again, those sometimes just having the thought to yourself or your diary is a better thought. A chapter, and like, yeah. a paragraph, a no, line. a book, a chapter. Okay, oh. a doodle, and that, like you said, too, Julia. <laughs> like when you have kids. Like, they're going to read that later. And that's where I've always felt like when people start airing out their grievances in their relationships like this publicly, these yeah. famous people, and then their kids get into their late 20s and they got to read this stuff. Well, I know you guys are reading way, way too much into that. I, Julia, your assessment, I'm a, correct. Heartbroken. And Heartbroken he and blind. Yeah. And he was being and when, blunt. And that GQ reporter got a lot of good quotes. Right. So yeah, he did. Um, okay, so. Uh, people are all over the fact that Prince William, when he called out all the the racism that the three black players for the uh, UK team were getting, you know, that they this, were getting blamed that they lost the the World Cup. Yeah, yeah, just the three black guys, right? Yes, yes. Okay, so and, what did William do? Well, so William, you know, said, uh, "I am sickened by the racist abuse aimed at England. It's totally unacceptable that players have to endure this abhorrent behavior. It must stop now, and all those should be involved should be held accountable." And basically, Twitter backed up its seat and said, okay, William, where was this support for your sister-in-law? When the headlines in yeah. the papers right. were calling her all kinds of right. things. So Here's what I'm going to say. Uh-huh. Maybe he's changed. Maybe there's growth. I, I, I want to look at the positive here, Lori. I don't want to go it's down cu- the... Okay, here's I what's really cur- do. Here's what's curious. No... British coverage in any of the anything about the fact that this is very uh, the hypocrisy. They're protecting the future cream. Yeah, it's the hypocrisy. It's, but but of that's it. but that's again. I want. There's no follow ups in the sun. There's no. I mean, and this was huge pushback online. People came for Prince William, and they're like, "Hey, dude, where what, was where this you when your husband was dealing with this with his wife?" I am your gonna, brother. Your brother. Your brother. Thank you. Yeah. But do here's, that. Do that now for Megan. Now do that. I mean, that would be the way to show he'd change is that he could just say, okay, I'm going to go ahead and say, and, you know, I feel nothing, just crickets. So very strong about that, but then nothing. So Twitter was just sitting yeah. back in their, their big. Not everybody's chairs. on Twitter. No, but a lot of, there were other, there were, you know, the Huffington Post, the Daily Beast had a story. There were, uh, the New York Times had something. It's like interesting that William. I'm just going to say maybe he's learned his lesson and I I don't know, Lori. I just have to be, I'm being Pollyanna. Just let me be Pollyanna for a second. You were so good with I know what I can't. I was one for one. Oh, you were one one for two. One (laughs) Bad at 500. Paris Hilton has a cooking show on Netflix. Why? Because she can't. Okay, there you go. Because she's wow. The next phase of Paris rehabilitation is here. And there you will go. will be a six-parter and will be one and done. <laughs>